Sean, one of my rivals in the MSW Discord server, has asked me to give a defense for why the gliding glaciers, for some reason, against logic, are my times three multiplier for this year's Marble League Fantasy. All that's coming up. I don't know why I picked them, but I'll give you a good defense for it. Welcome to the Marvel Sports Worldwide Podcast, everybody. We are back! And my name has still been Brendan for all this time, and it still is, and it probably will be over the course of this season. So, still Brendan, MSW's back. And I'm still Commander Wolf. <laughs> Thank you, Wolf! Dude, this is exciting. This is very exciting. This kind of thing, this kind of activity... And speaking about Marvel Sports hasn't happened in a very long time. So I'm sure a lot of you guys who listened regularly back when we were regular uh, are very excited for what we have to say today. We have a lot to cover. We're going to allow the four to five episodes that we'll record during the course of this ML season to be as long as needs be, but probably not over two hours, probably not over an hour and a half, but as long as needs be to cover everything that we want to cover because we're not giving you one every, well, day, a uh, week of the year now. No, we probably never did. Probably the best we ever did was about 45 in a year. Um, but all that Something said, like that. we're going to let it go. We're going to talk it up. Um, but let's give us a first life recap, okay? Um, and just kind of let you know what's been on with our lives. It's been about six months. And then we'll talk about what we're going to cover today. We're going to have a guest on later after the intro. So that's Wait, exciting, Has it been too. six months? Really? Yeah, it's been a long time. I mean, think oh, about those, it. Today's, oh, two. today's about Nov, November. And the last episode, I believe, we posted was about May, wasn't it? Really? It's about... That's no, crazy. Wait, let me, let me check. That's a, that's a good question. Let's, let's, let's just let it be. If I go three to, months ago, it says. Three months? What did we record three months ago? Uh, the end of M1. M1 went all the way into the midsummer? Yeah. All right, it's been three months. So anyway... <laughs> <laughs> We're um, we're back, um, and this should be this should be a good one. So new in my life, not much new. I am back at college. Um, I've been through about two internships now with my engineering job. I'm kind of set. I think I'm gonna end up working there in Florida, in Orlando. Um, back in college, finishing up. I got one more year coming up next year. I'm no longer working for the races and fun Hot Wheels channel commentary thing. Oh. There's reasons for that. It wasn't necessarily <clears throat> what I wanted, but it makes a lot of sense. That channel, uh, I will be honest, has gone very slowly downhill since I started with them about three and a half years ago. Mm. I've done, I recorded just under 250 videos for that channel. Wow. Um, and I think, you know, my price continued to climb and his channel continued to decline. And I think that was part of why we ended up parting ways. Um, but uh, other stuff was going on. I don't, like, it's not like the end of the world for me, but, um, you know, everything has it runs its course, right? I do have another gig, of course, a lot more uh, successful and lucrative gig working with that. Um, I think I mentioned this way back in May, but this the the Baccarat competitive Baccarat TV show that's launching. It's like that, like it's like World Series of Poker vibes for Baccarat. And so again, that's finally going live beginning of November. So, oh. yeah, we've been rehearsing since May. Six months of rehearsals, about two um, rehearsals a week, probably about six hours, eight hours a week uh, for six months. They are really serious about this, and that's clear by the payment they're giving out. So, man, that's making it all right. Um, I thank God for that uh, opportunity he's given me. Um, yeah, that's pretty cool. It's been awesome. There's other gigs cooking up. I, I do kind of do some Rocket League casting now. However, 
That one's not really paying that much. It's more for experience. Um, and then there's a few other gigs coming up in the future. So I'm keeping my broadcasting dream alive, and it's very exciting. Greg Woods, the inspiration for that, as a lot of you know, or at least a very big part of the inspiration for that. Um, and I'm keeping it going. I might be back in the marble scene for broadcasting soon. There's someone who's building Marbula One type racing. They have planned to launch with live streams on it in 2024. So if that holds huh. up, then we go. There was another gig okay. that was seemed very confident and when they that they wanted to do for their game, but they haven't got they haven't talked to me since they launched the game. I think they had an idea and then it fell through because well, making videos is hard. Um, so a lot that's why RML ended up falling through. He went two years and then realized, wow, it takes a lot of time to make these videos. It takes a lot of time to edit these videos. It takes a lot of time to make them look good enough quality that they might even gain some attention. And so it's hard to make videos in general and especially Marvel sports. So I don't know all that. So all that's in the works and good. Life's good. You know, other stuff going on in my personal life. But uh, we're here for Marvel. So Waf, tell us about you, man. Uh, all right. Well, I guess work side of things. I've been a, I've I've settled in more. Uh, I finished up a big project that I was really proud of. Like it was kind of a safety thing. Like I got burned. Um, so I made something to prevent that situation from happening again. That's nice. Uh, I recently finished a really massive video essay about Demon Slayer Mugen Train. Uh, I spent literally like a month plus of doing basically nothing but that for an entire, like, like just like literally, I think like near the end of September and, or if you use all of September, I, I spent on that basically like scripting, uh, rec writing, uh, recording, uh, revising, and then editing the whole thing together. Uh, it's called Demon Slayer Mugen Train Confronting Death Through Music and Heart. It's a two and a half hours, but <laughs> it's a labor of love, and it I have a really great message in it that I think people some people need to hear. It's a bit on the mature side, mainly because the movie itself is uh, for a more mature audience. So uh, I won't put links to it here, but if you want to go find it, you can. And then uh, recently, like. Uh, the Symphonica preservation project that I work on, uh, I recently figured out how to kind of convert some of the internal files into actual PNGs and audio files and text files. And I had mentioned, like, on a previous episode, like, I was, like, trying to figure out if the, the you know, the orchestra turns blue if you get hurt a certain combo level. Well, I found the textures, and they do not. It, it does just stop at pink. So that that mystery has been solved oh, in my I life recently. That. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you had to yeah. be, like, perfect or something, right? I, 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 that was my theory. Like, basically, need to be like like the absolute highest number possible. But like, sure enough, it really did just stop at like the pink at like four hundred fifty. So, uh, you know, well, you know, it, sometimes it's it is. But yeah, that's been what I've been up to. Uh, I've been doing that. I'm right now kind of relaxing a bit, trying to after working so hard for so many days in a row, trying to do like a fun little uh, voice acting character color wheel thing for one of my for the our voice acting group that I'm in and then maybe I'll move on to another video uh I I'm, oh yeah I'm, I'm gonna be doing I think an interview with uh Half-Life 390 soon about his uh, uh, his little short like Minecraft film that he did a long time ago it, it's a lot of things are just kind of happening <laughs> well, well yeah that, yeah, that sounds good man uh, a lot going on I'm glad I'm glad you seem to be stay busy stay happy that's good news um, <clears throat> yeah, probably about it for the intro. You know, I've of course been um 
I've been staying dedicated to the gym and working out and everything. So, um, you know, keeping a weight I want and continuing to gain muscle. So that's also something that's been a goal and I've been spending more time there. So that's been good. Um, I've reached a nice athletic build. I'm trying to be a little bit more, more physique, but not, uh, you know, takes a lot of work. The gym is hard, man. And it's hard to get there over and over. It's hard to, um, keep that consistent, especially with everything going on. But, uh, I don't know. That's also something I'm working on. I got into frisbee golf or disc golf recently too. Um, kind of like you know, I've been golfing for a long time, so I also like figured I'd add frisbee golf to that in case I can't access my clubs and a hundred dollars to go to the range or what. You know, it's usually expensive. <laughs> that's exaggeration, <laughs> yeah. but uh, uh, not not a uh, cheap sport. But um, so that's been basically it. Disc golf is hard, but it's really fun, and I'm learning it. So, so that's my life. Well, it's time for marbles. We've already spent a lot of time in this intro, so let's go to the news. I can't believe I'm saying that again. It's been a long time. <laughs> and then when we come back, we'll get our guest on, and we'll discuss through the drama of the community. To the news. Hello, Marvel Sports fans! It's been quite a while, but we're finally back. There is so much news to go over, so let's not wait. Marvel League 2023 has finally begun, and we got three events to go over. First up is Team Pursuit, a new event where the team snaked their way down a Gravichak slope. By the end, the Crazy Cat size came in a very dominant first place, followed by the Savage Speeders in second, and the Midnight Wisps in third. Next up we have a returning event, the Steeplechase, which ended with Team Plasma in first, the Rojo Rollers in second, and the Crazy Cat Size in third. However, there were a lot of scoring issues with this event. Factoring those in, the third place position should actually go to the Gliding Glaciers. Jamar has yet to correct the scores just yet, but we'll see how things go in future events. And finally we have event 3, the 5 meter hurdles, which ended with Ruzzy from the Raspberry Racers in first. Rapidly from the Savage Beaters in 2nd, and Clementon from the O-Rangers in 3rd. The Marvel League is off to a bit of a rocky start, but hopefully things will be better from here. Next up we have the return of MSPN's NASMAR. Season 2 came back in full force, and we finally have our champion. After plenty of intense races, Steve came out in 1st, followed by Jack Tato in 2nd, and Bloodstorm in 3rd. For the MSW teams, Quill managed to finish in 10th, which is not too bad. Spitzer, on the other hand, just barely didn't make it to the playoffs, finishing in 13th. Overall, it was a great season, and we look forward to more NASMARB in the future. Then we have the Valvik Marble League Season 3 Event 1 Water Slide Sprint, where the marbles would sprint down a water-filled track. By the end, the Disco Neons came in first, followed by the Peculiar Peaks in second, and the Carbons in third. Next, there's the Streamout Marble League Event 4 Infinity Tower, which ended with Exosphere from Team Atmosphere in first, Patagonia from the Grand Deserters in second, and Zucchini from Veggie Vengeance in third. Then we have the finale of the JBL Constellation Cup Season 3 Event 8 Elimination Race. The event itself ended with Beam from the Laser Beams in first, Nova from the Gamma Rays in second, and T from the Spices in third. 
and for the overall victory, the Gamma Rays came in a very dominant first place, followed far behind by the Laser Beams in second, and the Banana Blasters in third. Congratulations to all these teams for their hard efforts. And finally, the Team Quadrilla Marble League Season 4 qualifiers have come to an end, and all the teams have now been decided. Best of luck to all of them for the events to come. Well, that's all for the news. Thank you so much for listening. I'm Commander Wolf. You are the best fans in the world. Let's kick it on back with the podcast. Thank you, Waff, for getting the news done. Whatever you said, I'm sure it was very informative as the point of the news. So I hope that that went well uh, for you. Uh, but we're back yeah. here from the news. I recorded it already, technically. It's got to edit it together. So <laughs> There you go. There you go. We're back here from the news where Waff has not yet put the news in, but it's played. I don't understand. It's kind of a weird <laughs> timeline that we have here with the stream now. But um, we're back. And we're going to introduce our guest. We have a guest. He's been in the server for a while. He's, uh, he's a big fan of Marvel Sports, so we're going to learn about him right now. Uh, welcome, Ghazi, to the stage. Ghazi, welcome. Uh, hi. <laughs> <laughs> hi. Hello. Great. Great introduction. So, you know, we ask the same question to all of our guests who are first-time guests. Yeah. For whatever reason, we still do this. So, Waf, at the same time, ready? Go. Yeah. How did <laughs> you, you get, get into Marvel, Marvel Sports? <laughs> I thought we were going to do like, the sync snap thing. Cause, like, that actually worked last time, you know? Yeah, we had to play a whole damn song just to sync up <laughs> one question. Three, two, it was like, like the three, two, yeah. one. Like, how you get, like, it worked? <laughs> I don't know. It, we figured it out. Gazi gets the idea, and everybody just cringes at that anyway. So go ahead, Gazi. Tell us about it. Well, I got into Marvel Sports in 2017. I believe, which is quite early, which is the only second year mm-hmm. of the Marble League. Then after that, I yeah. s- that's when I was a fan of the Rojo Rollers back then. Wild. <laughs> Wild. <laughs> yeah. And then in 2018, I stopped watching it. I completely forgot about it from, like, I don't know what happened in 2018. But then in 2019, Showdown... I got back in it because that's when I saw the Rojo Rose and the Minty Maniacs for the first, well, the second time, but like first time I actually <laughs> really cared about those teams as a whole. And then, yeah, I just continued watching it from there. I've been, <clears throat> sorry, I have a sore throat. Um, that's okay. It's all good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I figured something was going on because it was like your voice was doing high <laughs> octave and then into like this beautiful low octave. And I was like, dang, but, you know, you know, it happened. my voice does the same thing when it goes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then it's, I've been, I've been doing lots of marble comp servers. Like if you don't know, like they're different marble competitions, like smaller ones apart from GMR. And then, yeah, that's, mm. that's, mm-hmm. yeah, that's, that's how I rolled on it. Awesome. Very cool. Awesome. Very cool. So Rojo Rollers start. And I think that's very interesting. Now, the Rojo Rollers will always have, um, what, the title for the first gold medal, right? Ever given out in Marvel Sports? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, they got the So there, there is something about them. Yeah, that, which is, um, it, balancing is always such an interesting event. But um, 
that's that's a cool team. I'm fine with that. That's great. Uh, I'm glad that uh, you stuck around this long. And um, hey, Rojo Rollers are in there this year. Yeah. Um, I now spot them. Yeah, that's true. It's crazy that they're actually back. Yeah. yeah. I now spot the Minty Maniacs alongside them as my number one. If I didn't mention that, I don't think I did actually. Oh, interesting. Mini Maniacs. Well, good luck. <laughs> <laughs> they had their moment. They had their moment. They had a moment in which you were like, okay, this is a team that could, against my desire, actually exist as a team that's going to be a problem. But they kind of slipped. They're out now. And I, I now somebody predicted that. I don't know. Somebody on some podcast predicted that the Mini Maniacs were not going to last in the glory spotlight. Don't remember his name, but uh, looks like that man was right. <laughs> oh just my god! Just saying. Um, but yeah, well, uh, thank you, Gazi. Thanks for uh, sharing that. And we're going to uh, continually listen to you today as you cast your opinions and all the topics we're covering. So let's get into our first topic. We got a lot of time here. So um, there has been before we're basically going to follow the timeline today. We're going to follow the timeline of before Marble League, then into the qualifiers, then into the actual events and, and follow all the things that have been happening. Before that, there also was that Freak Marbles tournament and that. Oh, gra- yeah, I forgot. The Gravity <laughs> oh, Funnel cool. one singular one off event that the Limers won, I think. And then the Limers, of course, didn't qualify. <laughs> Why? Why? <laughs> I was screaming uh, at my phone during the qualifier. Dude, I mean, the team just, just, just get in. Just get in. Please. I, I, I do love the team, but they're not making me want to vote for them. I would never fantasy that team, okay? I would never put them on a fantasy. They don't deserve that. But one day, one day that team is going to make it, and I'm going to get out my Limer shirt, my old wrinkled Limer shirt, and um, and be uh, rooting for it. But (laughs) we have um, yes, those events. Sorry. Uh, No, I was I was just surprised you do have a Limer shirt after all. (laughs) <laughs> uh, I, listen i love the team from year one it's just i've matured in my marvel sports fanaticism and mm. accepted that that team is a little bit uh i love the team still but they're not gonna make it for a while um, i mean you said like episode like i don't even remember what epi- it was like episode six or seven like yeah i said it the live suck you've you you've been admitting it for a while yeah yeah they're gonna win 2025 though <laughs> i believe it i believe it i mean if the, okay, if the Glaciers win this year, Limers will win next year. That's true. Uh, That's but anyway, to follow true. that timeline, um, there was that event with the the uh, G-Force funnel, whatever. And I actually thought it was a decent event. Um, yeah. Again, Collision is a nice event, too. Maybe that should be in our Marble League events instead of the new stuff. Or um, maybe, uh, again, I've given good ideas on... Oh, the funnel the funnel battle from Marble Maniacs. That's also a great event, but that can't that be was in. That was fun. Uh, but uh, I'm not against the G-Force. Then we had Freak Marbles. I didn't watch Freak Marbles. I probably will at some point, but I haven't watched it, um, so I don't know. So we're going to skip those in the timeline for now. Um, I, I guess I can get my br- like really brief uh, thoughts you know on what, it. I watched it. Give us, give us a, give us a two minute on the on the G Force thing and the Freak Marbles. Same with Gazi, I watched then we'll move it. On. Yeah, I watched it. It was okay. The scoring system was not well thought out because like literally Minos just copied uh, Formula One, which is meant for like multiple like thirteen races or plus a year instead of two. So like very few people could actually or marbles could actually win if they didn't get first place <laughs> yeah. basically at all. So it was not well thought out. 
but it was a neat little advertisement, I guess. Sponsorship, yeah. Bah. That's it, really. <laughs> There's not much to say about it. Okay, well, we'll see what Ghazi has to say. I watched a bit of the Freak Marvels tournament, like, occasionally. Like, two days after it came out, I'll just pop in, like, if I have nothing to do. Um, the Freak Marvels, you know, I think Jeremiah only did it because they want some money. That, that's the truth. Probably the only reason they did it in the first place. But it wasn't that good. As Wolf said, the scoring system, 10, 6, 4, 3, 2, 1, I believe it was. Just something like that. <laughs> Interesting. Wow. And it was basically like a knockoff sad rally tournament. Mm. Kinda. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Yeah, that... And the sand rally is already on the down downhill. Oh, yeah, it is. <laughs> Literally, right? <laughs> oh, my. Okay. All right. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. Thank you guys for sharing your thoughts on that. So um, that brings us in the timeline to this drama that happened right in between those two things. It's JMR China drama, okay? Um, mm. I kind of listened to a video about it uh, today to understand it. Um, so I understand basically what's going on, but I know Waf was more actively with it, and maybe even Ghazi was as well, while it was happening. So we're going to turn it over to Waf. He's going to describe to you what's going on with this J-Mart China event, and then we're going to react to it and describe again. Listen, there's an episode called Deont. It's about 94. <laughs> and I gave you guys very laid out and simple reasoning why the choices that he makes aren't wise choices, why they're business, why it's bad, why they are interpersonally bad, and we've already looked at that. So it's just more of that, but we're just going to kind of unpack that momentarily before we get into Marvel League 2023. So, Waf, go. All right, so here's kind of the broad overview. So, in China, they don't have YouTube because of, like, the, their government. So they have something called Billy Billy, which is essentially uh, a Chinese name. YouTube, Billy but Billy. also has, like, it also has, like, forum stuff. Like, it's, like, an actual kind of like community site. So there were these uh, Chinese fans of JMR, and they wanted to bring Ch uh, JMR to China. So... They were basically like they were kind of like an official group that worked with JMR to create subtitles for all their videos and upload them onto Billy Billy. And I think they could get them up within like one and a half to three days after it was uploaded like on YouTube, which is really fast work. I've done subtitles work like one time for a video. It took me forever to get the timing right. It, it's a lot of hard work. And then on top of that, they also did like um, fun community posts and like like kind of like lore, like I think lore stuff and whatnot. And they had like translations for that too. Like they put a lot of work into like actually kind of creating a community over there. But then suddenly, right here, I believe it was for the last event or one of the second to last events for the Freak Marbles, they just lost um, access to the channel. And like, what happened here? Well, it turns out Dion had basically revoked their status for it. And said, like, we're going to have a professional company who actually does this now, which that's kind of crazy because these people did it for free. And, like, they actually, like, Dion only contacted them, like, three times, which is basically just to, to get money. All the, the, which, to be fair, it is JMR's content first. So they were going, so, like, naturally they should get the majority of the profits. But, like, the fact that they come in is like, hey here's my money and he gave it to him and it's like you're a hero and then the next like two weeks later he then revokes his ability to upload to the channel like the two like just a two-faced man right there but based but after that like this company came in they kicked them all out they couldn't do anything and then they also started like deleting some of their community posts and things that they had done translation work for which was just really sad and like it's just like 
this corporate entity essentially which makes no sense because like they this group did it for free and now they're paying they're losing money paying someone to do the same work but with act without any actual passion and uh like it's so it's so sad they these people came together for, for the the passion of marble sports itself love in the community didn't like they, they kept like about 10 percent just so they could actually pay people like to like for like the funding of projects and stuff but like n basically 90 percent of all revenue they didn't keep they it was not really a profitable thing for them it was just for the love of marble sports and they were completely kicked to the curb by dion and then he of course he denies it saying like oh like this is all false information and like you know this is also kind of on his side but then they're like no here's the dms <laughs> Like, it's it's just so sad that, like, like I keep trying to think that Dion will improve and grow as a person. Like, maybe, just maybe, but no, he doesn't. He is constantly just proving that he is not going to grow. He is just making the same mistakes of kicking and pushing the community away. And it's it causes a lot of problems, both in time inside the community. And I, I feel like it's impacted the videos more and more. Well, thank you off for that. There you go, guys. That's basically the story, I'd say. And there was a lot of what Thesaurus Dinosaurosaurus said. Uh, yes. Because he did a video on it. And he's uh, he, he's a good channel. You know, he's a good channel. And also, there's a video by the uh, the, the head of that, that project, the original project, who, uh, uh, Tobias, I believe is his name. So uh, I'll, I'll try and out. find those links and put them in the description of the YouTube upload to make sure that you can go find them. But because they go more in depth about it, obviously. Yes, for sure. So, kind of a sad situation. Ghazi, what are your thoughts and perspectives? Well, it's very sad that what Dion did. It's a bit, it's very rude, obviously. I, I didn't know about this until, like, this week. I mean, when I mean this week, I mean this weekend. So, like on Saturday, I just, I watched, um, I believe, the Saurus, Dinosaurus did a vid video about this situation, but yeah, what Moff said is literally all I know, so I, I don't really have a perspective on things about this topic. Yeah, it's... I, I've said it so many times, but really, at this point, the only thing that can save it is just to kick that man out of the team. He's just making it worse. Yeah, but, like, he's his... He's Jenny's brother, like... Oh, yeah, I know, and that's that's that that's probably why it's gonna be so it's so hard for him. But like, it's gotta be done. He's not healthy for this community. He just isn't. Yeah, no, I I agree with all that. I agree with all that. So let's do um, let's let's just increase understanding. So uh, so we understand it is a more laid out side. So two reasons. I'm gonna give it like two reasons that this is a bad idea. What he did was a bad idea. Um, two big reasons. Maybe it'll become three if I think of a third one. But there's two that stand out here. And <clears throat> number one is is stupid as a business decision. Oh, I want to clarify. It was Saru Toby, not Tobias. Saru Toby. That's his name. Thank you for that. Well, three reasons why Waf should never interrupt me. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, no, I'm messing. Thank you. That's actually important. But um, the first reason is it's, it's not smart. I mean, the last time we talked about Dion, I was I've made a similar point that it's a lack of thinking when you when you when you're building a community right when you're building a community unless you have a specific and obvious reason to disconnect from somebody in the community who's having a positive effect in your community then you don't do that 
because you you you're building a YouTube community. You want people to feel involved. The more involved that you feel in relation to Gels Marble Runs and the people who want to be involved, the more involved they feel, the more that the channel is going to sustain itself. And I mean, self-sustainment, it's like the magic of self-sustainment, which is basically that something floats and continues to grow without you even putting any work in, comes when there's so many other people who, um, for them, this is a part of their lifestyle to be involved with this channel and consume its content, not just something they do. Right. So you're not you're going to mm -hmm. kill that when you remove that. OK. And so you have these people who I mean, this is for free. It's not just about the fact that it's free work for Dion. These are people who are clearly passionate about doing this. Anyone who mm -hmm. does anything for free is doing it because they have some sort of passion in them. that says, you know what? This action, this work, this um. You know, uh, this idea is something that's worth my time, even if I'm not getting anything from it. I'm, I want to put in. I don't even care if I get out. I just want to put in. And the result yeah. of it is simply enough for me. That, that is a huge deal. That is one of the definitions of building community. People desiring to put in and get nothing out. That's community. Okay? That's different than job. Right? <laughs> so you, there's... there's and I, the sense where it was not wise for Dion to kill that because now you have a group of people who are sour now a group of people that even if they still watch the content and like the Soros Dinosaurus said, I liked it. Like, you know, it, we should not abandon the great content and, and yell at over this guy. They're, it's not a community for them anymore as what, like it was before. It's not a pouring out of passion. It's simply like, okay, I like the video. I'm going to watch it. And that's different that this, the site change, but it's a big change. And so um, that's one of the reasons it's bad. People obviously going to look at that and disconnect themselves from JMR more. And then people who are actually involved in it are really going to feel more disconnected because now those people aren't doing this anymore. Now these people have no mm -hmm. way to pour time into this. In fact, they feel like that they're, them pouring their free time into this was actually undervalued. It was disvalued. So that, that's unwise. But the idea of the channel is that they want to be a bigger channel that has more and more people... Um, you know, following it. I mean, that's counterintuitive. I mean, sometimes that works in the very, very large sense when you already have a, a corporate entity who's already huge and already has had millions and millions and millions of people bought in that like, even if they dissociate from their people somewhat, people are still going to watch like, like the sports, like, like football. I mean, football, even if, even though the corporate entities might do shitty things, I mean, they're at like billions of people watching. So, and, and, yeah. and, and the players, you know, and all that stuff and all the leagues, I mean, they're not going anywhere. Right. But this is not something and that's the case. This is something where you're trying to make that community won't step on the people that are involved in it. Um, the other reason this is bad is because this is interpersonally very mature, right? So you, you talk about growth. Uh, people grow over time, right? I mean, I've grown over time. I'm not a perfect person. I'll never be. But I, there's decisions now I will make interpersonally that I wouldn't have made back then that I should have made kind of deal. You know what I'm saying? So there's growth in that. You grow as a person. You understand how to maintain relationships with people. You understand how to, um, even if you don't necessarily love everybody around you and what they're doing, you understand how to be cordial with them and be like, okay, because like you can say this. This is completely okay. Hey, I don't really care about, like I don't 
like 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 it's not a big deal to me what you're doing but i have the perspective to understand that you to you it's a big deal and i care about you as a person and therefore i'm going to validate what you're doing even if it's not my favorite thing because i care about you as a person that that is an expression of two sides like an honesty about how you feel about something but also like a, a clear expression of care for people there's none of that with dion and like 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 Waf said, there might have been a situation where maybe he thought it was a good idea to transfer that job, or maybe he didn't think it was important or whatever. And then, and then, I, and there's a certain sense where expressing that might be okay, but you, there needs to be validation of people because those people think it's a big deal, and those th people think that a lot of people are benefiting from it. And in this case, they certainly were. I mean, they're, they're, if you don't validate that at all, well, then interpersonally, that's very immature, right? So. I don't know. I feel like he locks himself into his perspective, only surrounds himself with people who have that perspective, and then wants everything JMR-wise done by the people who are locked around him and his perspective because mm -hmm. that makes it, like, then he can just do whatever he wants with it. You know, if he gives all that to JMA, he can make it exactly what he wants it to be. He can get rid of it when he feels like it. There's no, like, hey, other people are actually involved. The JMA is just his mind. I don't know if they're getting paid. I don't know if they just... Um, uh, they don't care, but they're clearly just doing what he says to do. <clears throat> but again, that 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 distances community. Uh, it's dishonest, and now you look at him and you're like, "Hey, not a big fan of that guy." But it's a business decision that's really stupid too, because now your channel's not growing. So, all that out there. You know what? Yeah, it's it, never. Oh, you go ahead. No, you go ahead. I was just saying, like growing, as in like. They've not gained that many. I know this is kind of very off topic, but they haven't grown, at least themselves, subscribers at least. They haven't grown at all since, well, they have grown like 0 0.02 mil, but that's it. They've been stuck on 1.4 mm -hmm. yeah. for a long time now. It's like doing this is just hurting your franchise than helping it. Yeah, no, I agree. And like, like, the Soros kind of made like like a lot of people keep making the point like do not like boycott JMR for Dion's decisions and like continue to love and support his creations and I I try to do that but like Dion making the community this negative all the time and like like ca causing this drama makes it less fun to be here and like I feel like it's you can really see it bleeding into the videos like but back when Piney joined and she made the thumbnails for M1 they looked phenomenal the best thumbnails they've ever had but the more we but once he pushed away the JMRC and pushed away her they just didn't end up actually like the quality of thumbnails started going downhill when and then the jmrc's dedication and efforts like were no longer really being a part of the community the production quality started d dipping we've seen i feel like we've seen way more graphical errors yeah uh um, camera camera quality has not been as high it seems uh that, so that's and then like you have uh <clears throat> then you have uh like, but with them, like, rushing the production, it feels like you have, like, these massive scoring issues, which we're going to get into uh, in a bit. But, like, it's it, it's clear that, like, they have, like, Dion has been, like, Dion's actions have affected things by, like, pushing away competent and passionate people, but also then souring the, the environment and, like, the probably the emotional drive that everyone on the team itself has. It might even be affecting Yella, on, like, at least on a subconscious level, like, hearing all these complaints. If Assuming that he's been tapped into this and seeing it which i don't know if he has i feel like he probably has though and like i'm sure it's affected his creative passion to some degree yeah listen here's the deal this is true this is true and this is like true about anything when you have 
supply, limited supply, then even when people don't like all the things, people still come back, right? That's true. Because people like, well, I still want the marble sports and this is what we got. Okay. And there's still a lot of great things about J J JMR. I mean, obviously I love watching it. I mean, I scream at my TV when the Savage Speeders uh, lose to the Raspberry Racers in the hurdles. I'm still screaming, right? <laughs> so, I mean, like there's, um, there's an, there's a situation in which they're still making pretty good content and it's not like it's not worthy of our watch. It's just, it's not, the quality is not as good as it was before and the community is being alienated. But the reason we all still come back and there's still the marble uh, articles and the retrospectives and the whole thing and the whole deal is because it's all we got. I mean, where else do we, what, people who are really into the marble thing, into the story, into devoting their passion time to this. Why? Because it's like something they get to enjoy is their, in their unique experience. I mean, where are they going to go? They can't go to a few back. That guy didn't even speak English. Okay. There's, and there's no one else doing this. I mean, there's, there's, there's smaller channels, but the problem, of course, with a smaller channel is that their quality isn't tight. So the experience is not good enough there for a whole group of people to be like, yeah, I'm going to go fantasize about marbles in those areas because it's just not good enough. It's not it's not produced good enough. And not to knock those channels. It's just simply true. It's, it's, it's just logic. It's just true because they don't have the camera work or the time or the, the money, right? It's not because those people can't produce good things. It's just, you know, a lot of great creative people are stunted by lack of funds, right? So, and mm -hmm. time. And, and time is basically a different way to say funds because time is money. So here's the deal. I And I'm telling you, this is true. As soon as someone figures out, as soon as someone figures out how to match the quality of JMR and is not stupid enough where they don't push the people away who are trying to indulge in their community, then JMR's done. I mean, they're, they might get, they're, they're, they're on the way out because that's what people want. People like JMR because the quality was so good and they could be, they could experience it, right? They could experience it. But now, mm -hmm. but now that's starting to dissipate. And so as soon as the, like a JMR type thing sprouts up again, different idea maybe, but like similar quality, like, whoa, this is great. This is awesome to watch. And then they're like, yeah, come in. Anything you write, that's lore for our channel. Or you know what? If you want to do subtitles, man, I don't care. I'll even give you 20% of the profits, even though you want to do it for free. You know, someone who is smart and is about community and not just about whatever it is Dion's about. It seems like he loses money with his strategy. Then, then that's it. People are going there. It's just that that mm -hmm. hasn't occurred yet. Now, that was why I liked sorry, liked RML because RML was on the way to being able to do that. That channel went up 7,000 subscribers just by not posting. They, they, they literally did because clearly people saw that and was like, okay, if this channel continued to post, I'd want to watch it, right? Um, but they, of course, you know, too much work. Um, and other channels have fallen the similar thing. There is one starting, like I said, a gig that's starting from me at the turn of the year where the pictures they've sent me, they look like they're really going that Marbula one style. So maybe there'll see something interesting there, but it all depends on sustaining the quality. So hmm. one day someone else is going to hop on this, have a better community design and it's going to be over. But for now, this is all we got. And you know, for in the case, in the sake of Yella, in the case of Yella, who I, whom I love and his content and his creativity, it's still worth it. And I'll still be watching. Anybody else? Gazi, thoughts? Yeah. Well, I don't really have anything actually to say. If I do, I'll say it. But mm. the community for JMR 
but GMR's decreased only in graphics, but like in actual production value over the past like couple of years. So I don't know what's going to happen to them as a whole, but I hope they start rising again, but I don't know if they will. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, I think we've said everything we need to say, and we have quite a bit to go over, so we'll we'll move on from this uh, more depressing topic <laughs> and go to something that's a bit more positive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, now it's time to talk about what we do enjoy and what we still um, want to think about, and that is Marvel League 2023, which yeah. I still love enough that I will continue the show in those times of years. So um, let's start with qualifiers. I have to do one thing for Akanon, and that is make a defense for the Gliding Glaciers as my times three. Doesn't mean they will win times three. It means uh, making a defense for why it was a good pick. And then we'll talk about the speeders and cat size and all that. <laughs> but let's start with you guys. Qualifiers, let's hear thought. We'll do the usual rating of the events for the each event oh. for the main tournament. But uh, let's do a general. Oh. We'll do a general just in the qualifiers. We won't do a whole rating and everything. So give thoughts on the qualifiers, thoughts on the teams that made it and different, uh, di- uh, didn't make it, uh, disappointments, excitements, the whole deal. Um, and then we'll uh, we'll go from there. Start with Waf. Okay. Uh, qualifiers, I thought it was I thought it was good. I like the, the Gravitrax slalom thing. It was That was kind of neat. And, like, it actually got way more interesting in the event itself. Like, uh... Team Pursuit, Swing Wave. Swing Wave is still not my favorite. Uh, Then there was the 5-meter Sprint, which, no, that's a classic. And then, what was the last one? <clears throat> oh, man, I got something stuck in my throat. It was... Uh, I can't remember what they... It was... Funnels. It was Funnels. Funnels. Funnels, Funnels. Oh, yeah, the, this version of Funnels is not as fun because oh, it's, it's just the same size funnel funny. every time. Yeah. No. <clears throat> I don't know how they managed to mess up Funnels, especially since, like... But if they keep funnels the same, they can actually have records to to break. Ah, uh, <laughs> it it was disappointing to see uh, the the Indigo Stars not make it because I know like Pip like uh, or so, yeah, Pippin really loves them and I I I'm like I want them to do well for Pippin and like I, the Wolf Pack I was I'm kind of disappointed technically in, in the sense like oh yeah the Wolf Pack yeah <laughs> dev, but but eh, if they're not gonna do good I'm not gonna cheer for them I I feel bad for S Man that the Jungle Jumpers didn't make it again is like but you know the teams that made it uh although oh, yeah, like the whole thing if the qualifiers were combined again the wolf pack and the purple rockets would have yeah. made it <laughs> so i don't agree with the combining but that's um that's a good point yeah that's that's kind of how it was like it's it was good but uh yeah like not like it's is what it is oh yeah the the, th- the the thumbnail for it oh, I... was like they changed it multiple times. One time it was like there's like it was like this like head like uh head sh- like uh like front view of the marbles ring down the the relay or not the relay uh, the five meter track. Oh, yeah. And it's like okay that's not a cool shot. And then it switched the side profile of a swing wave and it had like less detail. I'm like what it is this? Even... This yeah, is like stars in the it... ranges or in the thumbnail. I actually remember that. But yeah, that's kind of my main thoughts on it. Uh, I guess, we, Gazi, what are your thoughts on the qualifiers? Well, as Gravitrax Team Pursuit, basically a better version of the slalom from 2019, if you remember that. Which, it was a yeah. good event. They should just get Gravitrax to sponsor them, though, actually. Just do it. 
Um, what was the next event again? Harder or sprint? Sprint, just the classic. Quite short, but still fun, nevertheless. Um, Legion March Wave. Oh boy, it, it was not good. It's it's looking like this um this swing wave sort of style is going to become a steeple for the Marble League because it's been three years in a row. Like I I think it's going to stay, but I really don't want it to stay. Adding a fifth marble was a bad idea as well. So <clears throat> yeah, funnels was I I like this better. I I this is a uncommon opinion but i like this version better than any other funnel track than we've seen personally one reason is hmm. because they still have to use hubelino to get the funnels to connect to each other but like the shoots to go into the next funnel last year in 2022 it was quite a chaotic come down into the funnel this year was a lot smoother <clears throat> but it's still chaotic, as usual, as funnels should be. But yeah. Also, they combined the qualifiers with the friendly round this time around, which uh, I don't know. But they're still cramming everything together this year as well. So yeah, that's my opinion. That's a good point. It's good. I I think. Um... Clearly, the funnels is bad this year. <laughs> That's obvious. I think that well, I don't to say bad. Like, like the the battles for like like at the ending were actually really tense. Like, or, like it's like the the racers, the wisps, and whoever was like slowly circling around, like like seeing who hesitates. That was fun. I like like that. Like, but I, like I don't... the overall thing was kind of was dull because there was no like like shake up uh, to like change the 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 rate of the pace of going through. I mean, I just think that relative to the last year's funnels, which was the definitely the best funnels we've ever seen, yeah, this was definitely bad. I then say it wasn't exciting in a certain degree, but I mean, like, you know, it, it, it's still bad. So we're going to cover that more in detail when funnels comes through in Marble League. Um, but the basic idea would be how the perceived skill-based aspect of the event was heavily impeded by the choice of funnels. Um, and, and we'll discuss that more when we get there. Uh, I thought it was very bad, even though it was still had an exciting element because just in general, Marvel sports is exciting. Not a good funnels. I really hope someone says something. The problem is because this is not a community in the sense that it should be, like, what do our words mean? If Dion wants it just to be green funnels because it's easier or whatever, I don't know what his ideas are, and that's what it's going to be. So, um, Swing Wave, obviously, is not, I'm not a huge fan. I don't think it's a bad event. I think it's planned well in that sense. Like, I think it's fine. Like, an event works. The event makes sense. I just don't necessarily love it. Like, when you're picking events and you're like, oh, let's choose Swing Wave, but we don't need to do Collision this year, I mean, of course, I'm going to be at odds with that. Sprint is one of the best events in Marble League, so that was <coughs> awesome. Um, and I believe it ended with what? Uh, oh, and the, it Funnels. not ended. Team Pursuit. I like Team Pursuit. I think that this year's Team Pursuit was pretty good, but I want them to continue to see um, them kind of mix up how the Team Pursuit is operated each time. So don't always use the heck the Gravitrax. It makes sense for the honeycomb shape this time. But, you know, when you have different, like, leading teams, um, 
you know, you just continue to do different themes with that, different track types, different track ideas. But I, I'm a big fan of the Team Pursuit. Probably about a seven for that. But um, all said, the qualifiers is pretty cool. Uh, I think the the look, the very look of the um, the stadium is very nice with the honeycomb seating and the big beehive and the theming and the big queen bee. I mean, I think this this is really cool. I mean, it's not overly themed like, you know, I always talk about, but it, it's uh, it's very nice. Um, so I think the, the buzz theme is done well. Otherwise, the general uh, outcome of the qualifiers is worth a little bit of discussion here. I'm going to pull that up here on our Chrome tab um, as we're in it so we can see what's going on here. But uh, obviously, if we look at Group B first, T Speeders qualified. That's obvious. I would have been mad if they didn't. Uh, there's no one in Group B that really surprises me when it comes to unqualification. I, Purple Rockets are a weak new team. Turtle Sliders, even though they did get gold in Honeycomb Team Pursuit, which I think is great. Again, they're not a consistent enough team for qualification. Primary a little uh, surprising, but primary is never primary never sticks out. They have an ability to not stick out. Wolfpack, Mini Maniacs, Chocolatiers, nothing surprising there. Um, I did like to see yeah. Plasma in overall first place. I think that's really nice. I don't think they're mm -hmm. transferring it too well into the main event, though there's a lot of time left for that to unfold. Um, a lot of the other qualifying teams in Group B, very expected. When you go to Group A, Glaciers, Cat's Eyes, I mean, Rangers, Mellow Yellow, I mean, all expected, Snowballs. They're very up and down team, and they're up this year. Momo, you're gonna expect it. The big one that surprising is the Green Ducks, because usually they're a pretty steady performer when it comes yeah. to Marvel League. So to see them, they they started off with that bronze medal, and you're like, okay, this normal Green Ducks are gonna get their way in there, but they weren't able to do it, which is um fascinating in itself. But I think it's again, um, you know, not, not every team can make it. We have a lot of teams now, but they just did not perform in the other events. I would say that considering that final endurance was not the same and the fair uh, way that it should be, that affected the Green Ducks quite a bit. A better performance of final endurance would have qualified them, and they probably usually do well at that, and they probably would have had that if it was uh, done, uh, structured appropriately, but they did not. So those are my thoughts on the qualifying teams. I'm excited to see how the Gliding Glaciers do. I'm excited to see how Team Plasma does, the Snowballs, and, of course, the Speeders and the Cat Size are going to be your top five, um, uh, two of your top five as well. So that's all I got on the qualifiers. Uh, unless anyone has other thoughts, we can move on to the main events and, and dig into them a little bit. Ghazi, Waf? Uh, I got nothing. Yeah, nothing, not really. No, I can't think. Oh, wait, just one more thing, actually. I thought something... Um, Go ahead. In Group B, like, normally when they do this format for qualifiers, which I think is just going to be every single year, which I'm a bit annoyed at, but doesn't matter. In Group mm -hmm. A, every team that medaled in one event qualified. But then in Group B, three teams that medaled did not make it. Pub Rockets, Tell Size, um, <clears throat> Team Primary. Normally in this format, it's if you medal, there's no chance you're not making it in. But in Group B, it's very different. Hmm. 
That's it's a good point, point, Ghazi, and I think that speaks to the to the fact that, um, and we've argued about this a lot, but that consistency holds a little bit more weight than medals in the Marble League. Now, my final conclusion has always been that you obviously need consistency to get your head in the game, to get your skin in the game for winning, but you also need to put up a few medals. You need some golds in order if you actually want to win the entire Marble League. But as far as being in the top 16, competing, existing, um, consistency is a little bit more important than medals overall. Okay, There's no use getting a gold if the rest of your... Um, performances are zeros. Um, but if you're putting in the context of actually getting first place, you need consistency, number one, and then you also need to put up a few golds as well. So um, let's move on to our events. I think that the one other thing I'll do before we move on to the events is defend my choice for the Gliding Glaciers. Actually, let's all do that now. We'll all give our... Um, the There's two fantasy teams this year there's two fantasy competitions yeah. um there might be a third there's also super yaks but the individual i'm not as good at making a decision on unless i sit down and research for days so it kind of just went with gut on a lot of that but um hmm. your two big ones are the ice star but are you smarter than a random picker which the problem with that is that we can't really talk about the teams we pick because that changes week to week uh, um i might be able to speak a little bit on strategy but a lot of it is just you know you know a more experienced marble sports person like myself or Waf or probably Ghazi, you're just going to have a better sense of who's going to do well. Like when you're talking about five meter sprint, you're putting the speeders on the team. You're putting the speeders <laughs> on the five meter sprint team. You just know, you just know you're going to do it. You know what? I did great on that one. When I did that, actually, does that event come up? That event hasn't come up yet, but for hurdles, I put the speeders on and you know what? It worked out great. So, I mean, you just know cat size, you know, speed, raspberry racers, you know, some sort of speed. Okay. You do something weird like funnel, whatever, or swing wave. You know what? You might throw the, the bumblebees in there or something like that. You just kind of sense, you just kind of know who's going to be good at what. Um, and usually I think that, Unless you get a random pick that's a really high-level pick, you are not going to struggle too much as a more experienced picker for most of the season. Because you're always going to be like, okay, well, if I go times two and a couple times one of teams that are generally good at this event, you have a good chance of hitting something big enough to stick in. Problem is no consistency. So I'll focus on the other fantasy, um, the one that is... Um, uh, Nordic Whalers, which I think is the biggest non-A star uh, fantasy this year. And um, uh, I, I'll, since I want to defend the Gliding Glaciers for a second as my times three, I'll go to Waf and Ghazi first. Why don't you guys tell what your fantasy picks were for that tournament if you're in it and defend them a little bit, and then we'll move on. Wait, so... Uh, Ghazi, you want to start on? So the team fantasy, not the individual, right? Yeah. No, not the individual. Okay. Um, I think it's... Yeah. Okay. So, like, I'm, I'm assuming you're in Nordic, yeah, Nordic Whalers yeah, yeah, fantasy. Yeah, I am. So... F That's the one to talk about. Okay. I don't remember why times one, but I remember times three and times two. Times three, I put Team Momo for my fantasy. Yeah, it's like, it's a, t it's a Momo, yeah. Like, I don't know why... It just feels like Momo is gonna do something this year. It just it just feels right. I don't know. If that's a good way to say it. Like they've been they especially in twenty twenty one. That's fair. 
2021, they just blew it. So if they can keep up the good work this year, I think they could have a shot at the championship. And my times two, I picked Mellow Yellow for my times two. Yes, Mellow, it's, um, it's a year for Mellow Yellow because every two years, I believe, they do something good. I forgot how it went, but last year they didn't do that good. So this year they must do good. And those were, oh yeah, for times one, I put the Thunderbolts. I remembered it now. Thunderbolts was my times one pick. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> uh, I don't. I need to have my my individuals pulled up. Uh, I'll do. Well, I'll do. I'll do my teams for now. Like maybe I'll come back after Brendan does his. Uh, for my the team picks, I have Momo for times three. Part part of it is just bias, yes, but also they did do well this year, so they're showing a good positive trend. Uh, standard pick of uh, Savage Peters for oh. times two. Safe points haul there. Yeah, I agree. Depends. Uh, Raspberry Racers, uh, Mellow yeah, Yellow, and then my Dark Horse, Gliding Glaciers. Oh. Really? That's your Dark Horse. Nice. It's not really nice. a Dark Horse, though. Yeah? Because they came third in 2021, though. So, like, no. Uh, I suppose. It's still, like, it was not a, a typical pick for me, but, like, I saw, like, they may actually have some chances. So I went with them. Fair enough. That's fair. I think I think that's a pretty solid team. We'll we'll see. Again, it's always hard to tell where it's all going to go. Um, but I will give my picks. But first, I want to respond to Akinon. Um, like I don't understand this not picking the speeders for five meter sprint. It's just see. This is why. This is one of the reasons where like I get confused. Like I feel like he says it just to be different, not because it's logical, right? And so like you look at five meter sprint. Let's look at twenty twenty. So I'll go back just a few years so we can see. Um, five meter sprint in 2022. Let's see. Let's see. Oh, look, the Savage Speeders. They happen to be third. Um, this year, in um, we haven't seen them yet, but they uh, are, have a good track record. So that's 2022. Let's look at 2021. I wonder where the Savage Speeders would have performed in five meter sprint in 2021. I, I could not imagine how they would have been able to do. Um, Let's see. So where's five meter sprint here? Five minute sprint. Let's, let's wonder about it. Uh, and um, let's see. Speeders did not do well this year. Oh, they put velocity in. That's bullshit. They did 11. <laughs> okay. Let's keep the trend up. If they continue to be 11 over these next few seasons, then I'll say Akinon's right, right here. Let's look at 2020. Um, let's see. Let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see. I think 2020. Uh, this is important. I think 2020, they also put velocity. Oh, look, yes, they they got third. They got third right there. That's pretty good. That's a pretty good track record. I would say two-thirds is pretty good. But, but let's let's make sure. Let's see, let's see. Wait. 2019-19. Wait, who did it? 2020? For the Sabbath Speeders? Which level was it? Why is this blocked? Why is the 2018-19 page... What? Wait, are you on the Not fandom? Not available. I don't know. <laughs> it's so weird. I guess I have to click this one. Why would they put that in the same tab? I don't um, know, man. Five meter sprint. Oh, I didn't want to put click funnel race. I'm kind of dumb. Uh, oh, uh, I also go over my my individual picks while you're looking for this. Uh, for my, for individual racers, my times three pick is rapidly. 
this that's a, a safe pick. Uh, Doubler and Captain Doubler. Uh, I don't know. I Super Yak did some very interesting stuff for the picks here. Uh, Mo and Momo, and then for Captain Regular, I had I have Speedy, and then for regulars, I have uh Frost as a random pick. Mandarin, is that right? Is that right? Oh, wow, yeah, Mandarin. Nice. Okay, you know what? Fair Starry, enough. Fair enough. Green Eye for an all arounder, and then my reserve regular is Mimo. <laughs> fair enough. You know what? That's two bad performances and two good ones from the speeders. And the, you know what? You know what? I'll, I'll admit when I'm wrong. I think you know what? You know what? I think the cat size might be a better pick for five meter sprint. Did they do that? A five meter ice dash? I guess is our swim. They did get third there. So the track record is good. But you know what, Akanon? For the first time, I'll admit I was. It wasn't the perfect pick. So you know what? I think cat size is probably a better pick for five meter sprint. It is. Because um, they've been they're third and then off every other time. So. <laughs> few times, but I, you know what? I'm admit. I'll admit. Okay, I will take that responsibility. Um, I don't think speeders is a bad pick for five meter sprint, wow. but um, I think it was. Uh, I think it's five meter relay where they consistently get top marks. So you know what? Fair I think enough. It's wrecked. Um, I will offer that to you, uh, and still say you're mostly wrong. But that <laughs> one, fair enough. All right. So my picks. My picks are times three gliding glaciers, times two speeders. Obviously, speeders because, well, speeders. they're going to get points. They're going to get medals. I always think it's very, very important um, that they uh, – you know, they're going to put some golds up. I kind of lost my brain for a second, but they're a good pick. Then you got all Rangers. I put all Rangers in, and I feel like it's because the Rangers have been lacking lately, so I think there's some validity to them. And then there is – I believe it or not, I put the Bumblebees in my times one. I just figured something was telling me that there's possibility there. They're relatively consistent over the last year or two, though not the best. So I'm allowing them to come out of their shell. And then the last team I put was Team Galactic. Now I'm kicking myself here because the obvious times one I should have put in is crazy cat size. I don't know why I didn't put the cat size on this year. I don't understand why I didn't do that, but I didn't do that. I put Team Galactic instead, which is a solid pick, but it's like, I don't know why I missed the um, the cat's eyes. So, um, I don't know what, I'm, what I was thinking, but Team Galactic, Bumblebees, Orangers, I think I should have swapped Orangers for cat's eyes and left the other two. So, I don't know. That was kind of a weird choice by me. But um, I'm going to stop here and tell Akanon that, again, mistake, he stepped a little far. So, of course, as soon as I admitted that I might have been wrong, he then says all caps are historically not that good at five-meter sprint, like they've never won it. But, like, I don't know. See, then, then you overstep bounds there because it's one thing to say, hey, they're not as good of a pick as the crazy cat size and Mellow Yellow. No, I don't think they're a better pick, a worse pick in Mellow Yellow, but I do agree they're not as good as Crazy Cat Size as a pick. That's a fair statement. But to say they're historically not that good is very silly because compare if you compare them to all the teams, most teams don't get a medal most of the time in five-meter sprint. Most teams never get a medal in five-meter sprint. So over five years to have three medals, no matter what color they are, is means that they're historically at the very least above average compared mathematically to the rest of the teams at five-meter sprint. So you got to, again, be precise. You said, you're saying they're historically not that good, but historically would mean relative to the other teams that are competing – I mean, because to make a broad statement like that, and I think that would be overstepping. Um, Hazers, Hazers, 
Hazers? Where are they? I even, they're not even in, where are they? They're in the showdown. <laughs> I don't want to hear about the Hazers. Enough. Okay, I can come back to regularly scheduled insults. Hey, I don't want to hear about the Hazers. Great. No, great. Okay. When the Hazers get back to even qualifiers, then he can speak to me. Um, let me defend the Glaciers real quick, and then we'll move on. Hazers, waff. What ridiculousness. Um, Marvel League 2022. Um pretty good for the glaciers and that's where like I, that that's where i'm looking here as far as as like a beginning defense for that pick okay you have you have the glaciers here they're about mid-pack but what i like to see and this is what i was looking at the events that are appearing in this year's marble league right in this year's marble league how are they at those balancing 12 points Five meter hurdles, fifteen. There's no water race. Five meter relay is going to be in there, and that's six. But then again, look, triathlon twenty, swing wave eleven. That was in there, and they um, so like there there are a lot of events that are appearing in this year's that they did well on. Look at this, sand rally is going to be in there twelve. Elimination is going to be in there ten. So you got you got over half of the events that are appearing in this year's Marble League that warranted them very good numbers last year. I'd say anything 10 or above is pretty good in the Marble League, right? So I think there's a consistency to that. A lot of the events that they did bad on, are, a lot of them aren't appear, appealing, uh, appearing in this year's Marble League. And that would be events like Collision, not appearing in this year. Domino Bowling, not appearing in this year, right? These two fives, okay, you're going to have those. But Final, um, final Endurance, we can't even use this as a data point because they just changed the entire event to be really silly. So I was saying based off that information, I'm having numbers that point to the glaciers actually being able to do good this year. Now, what I like is that in general, they're a team with not a lot of zeros and ones. Um, while they uh, might not have the most medals, they're not, a lot of they're not a team with a lot of zeros and ones. So I think that gives them possibility to be consistent. Okay, so it's kind of an out there pick, and I, I might have picked that because there's no real Marble League fantasy this year, like the official one. Nordic Whaler's kind of doing his own one, so I was like, okay, it's not as, it's not like that big website, so maybe I don't need to be as crazy about it. But I think this team has the consistency with the event list for this year to win the whole thing, and we've seen so far not that bad performance from them. All right, but here's the other thing. Because the, the best way to choose a team is to look at the numbers of their qualifying performance because that's the most recent performance. Because you're like, okay, if they hold up in the qualifiers, then there's, then there's some ability. Final endurance completely changed. They went from zero points to first place. Now, that's a pretty good defense, okay? Legion March Wave, they got first place here in the qualifiers, and they did well in it last time. So that's pretty good, right? They didn't do well in the sprint again. Okay, and they didn't do well in the pursuit, which is fine, but I like these two gold medals. These two gold medals plus the consistency they had last year and the current event roster, I think makes a good case for them that if they increase in that same that they keep that same consistency, they could have at least eight of these sixteen events, if not ten, that are going to be ten points or higher. Now that's a pretty good case for a team in the top five. So that's my case for them. I don't think it's the strongest one, but considering that the Pinkies won last year, I don't think just jumping on the crazy cat size bandwagon is necessarily the best way to go about picking in this current season of Marble League. So that is my defense. I think they're going to do pretty well. Um, 
Uh, I'll lastly take a quick look at 2021 and how that team did. Um, I don't actually remember. Oh, they got third place overall. And again, there's some consistency here. Swing wave, they've always been consistent with that. Balancing, that's coming along. They did well in the sprint, but I'll ignore that due to recent data. Um, and overall, pretty solid. Block pushing 15, which they didn't do well the following year, but they showed they can here. So that's good news. Sand Rally, again, a very good performance of 20. Um, so uh, Marble Cross, 10. So that's going to be here too. So there, honestly, a lot of events that are appearing in this year are all coming together as a good roster for the Glaciers. That's my defense. I don't think it's the best. And there we go. I had to go to the bathroom, so I'll just give a bunch of generic responses, and you'll determine which one's the most <laughs> accurate. I disagree heavily, Brendan. That's a good point, Brendan. Man, that was really bad. Oh, you know what? That makes a lot of sense. Whichever <laughs> one of those apply here, go ahead and put it there, I guess. Let's see. Akinon says, bro, what are you saying? If we were basing teams off qualifiers, or Rangers would be on nobody's list. Well, I didn't really love my Rangers pick, to be honest. I'm not basing it only off qualifiers. I literally described how I'm basing it. I'm saying I'm looking at the events the Glaciers were looking were good at in 2022. That's what I'm looking at. They were good at half the events in 2022. They did badly in the other half. Okay, that's that's basically where we're at. Okay, then I looked at their performance in the qualifiers to see what kind of consistency maintained. Okay, and if they showed a recent ability to perform. Okay, they did pretty well. Two golds is pretty good. So we have the ability to get golds and a, um, a, a good amount of events that they were good at in the previous year. Okay, they kind of tanked in the events they weren't good at, but they had ones where they were all like 10 points or up. Right. So that's that's solid performance. Then I was like, okay, that could mean a lot. Let me look at the current roster for this year's events which this roster this year is very different than your average marble league t roster there's a lot more speed based events a lot more racing based events um and a lot of some changes and i was like okay based on this roster and what the gliding glaciers have shown they're good at there is a good case for them doing well this year okay then there's a small jump to say hey you know what they're actually going to win this year but again considering the pinkies won yeah. before all right, when we didn't, nobody expected that. I don't think it's the worst times three ever. I don't think it's going to be the cat size of the speeders this year. I think they're going to sit in their usual top five positions. Gazi. Mm. But mm. <clears throat> I disagree and agree. Glying glaciers are just like all over the place. <laughs> That's literally what they are. Yeah. They, they, you can't expect. Like for any marble team, well, they're marbles after all. You can't, they're marbles. They probably change the marbles anyway every year for some new ones because they probably get chipped. Uh, no, th that's one thing that I think we can be guaranteed. Like, you just store them separately. So, at the very least, the teams are the same marbles. The Gliding Glaciers, though, this is a, like, they did as a new team members when they brought them back. So, uh, those yeah. probably are new marbles for them. Yeah. Compared to whatever they were back in 2016. Like, they were introduced in 2017, I think. So they're not the same marbles from then, but at least for the other teams, they are definitely they are the same marble. Yes. Mm. Yeah. Huh. 2018 qualities. Thank you, Akanon. Hmm? Gazi, continue. <laughs> um, well, I actually don't know what to say. I'm, I'm still a bit puzzled why you would choose them. Over a team, let's okay. say the Raspberry Racers or Thunderbolts. Wait, while well, I say Thunderbolts, 
not Thunderbolts. No, please, please don't defend that. Do that. Don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. Um, that's a bad pick. Don't pick the Thunderbolts. Okay. Don't do that. Let's them um, for a times three. I'm gonna for a times one. Thunderbolts. Okay, that's fair. And then Bumblebees for my other times one, I believe. Now here's the deal. Um, the other thing I'm looking at, so let's see maybe how they're doing this year. Now, they didn't do well at Team Pursuit, unfortunately, but that's kind of been consistent for them. They did well in Hurdles and did well in Steeplechase. By the way, it's, do we know if they're still bouncing around that possibility if the Glaciers actually got third in Steeplechase, or did they resolve that finally? Uh, no, it's, it's, I mean, they definitely got it based on how the points should be. They haven't implemented it yet, though. So, Although, like, they're delaying funnels in, in, like, two weeks, so they're probably going to, like, insert it there somewhere. So here's the deal. You're looking at a team that... Um, by correct assessment of data, has a bronze medal already. In hurdles, performed pretty well with nine points. Again, I think that's fair. It's just consistency. So starting pretty strong. Not starting really strong, but starting in a way where they're allowing themselves the openness to, to if they put up the medals that we talk about are important, the couple of golds, three golds, they actually do have a chance to um, stay strong this season. I think there's a lot of events coming up that the Glaciers have shown that they can do well at, and so just I, I think it's possible. Uh, the Cat Size, of course, you think, why not pick Cat Size Speeders? I just don't think those two teams are going to win. I don't think we're getting that repeat win this year. I don't see the Cat Size doing that. I, I, don't, I don't know, but I think that... I, I just don't see it. I think what's going to happen is they're going to slip about in, like halfway. Once we hit some of these weirder events like block pushing, tug of war, final endurance. And by the way, these two teams at the top, not necessarily always consistently good at balancing. Not good at balancing. Cat size are not great at balancing. Always. It's definitely not the speeders. We're going to get maze run in there. We're going to have swing wave. Um, and then G-Force endurance. There's a lot of events in there that are going to kind of blindside these teams. And I don't think they're going to hold on. So that's my defense. Okay. Uh, I don't know. How, I, I think we've been on fantasy long enough. We're already an hour 12. Let's get to the events, shall we? All right. Ghazi, start us off. Opening ceremony and oh, team yeah. pursuit. Give us thoughts. Opening, well, opening ceremony was fun. I don't think it was the best opening ceremony that they've done. Especially, they changed how the marbles like dance in into the opening ceremony like they've changed it slightly as they all come in not at the same time but they all appear in the same frame we also get to see the managers for the first time i don't know if you noticed that but the managers like appear in their opening ceremony for each of the teams um i do see that it's cool yeah um, I don't know what else to say for the opening ceremony because that was a decent opening ceremony. Twenty twenty one was the best opening ceremony, but yeah, that that's yeah. Um, for the event itself, a lot of changes. I think this is a different track than the qualifiers. I believe. I don't think this was the same track that they ran in the qualifiers. I think there were a couple of changes, which is probably why there are more DNFs this time around. Like in the qualifiers, there were zero DNFs. In this one, I believe there were like four or five, especially with the crazy cat size. They got 
one penalty, one penalty, and then they just win overall. A bit strange, but yeah, that, that's my take on it. Pretty cool. So what do you what would you give that event out of ten? Out of ten, I think around a seven, I think. It was a fun event, but I I do think it should come back next year. At least not next year. I think maybe yeah. the year after, themed around whoever hosts, as Brendan, I believe, said. But yeah. That that's all I have. Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay. Waff? Uh for opening ceremony, like well one, I love the aesthetic of this arena. It looks really nice. Uh, but in terms like the opening ceremony, they did not think about the graphics well at all. Like there were sometimes where the graphics for like the name descriptors was covering the the teams like opening like like just little dance and like I, I can't see them. What are you doing? This is hard. <laughs> so like there was some problems there. Uh, but um, the actual event itself, I think it's 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 fun and like it was interesting seeing them like actually being able to fall out of the track. That would actually really spiced it up. I was I really did enjoy that. The crazy cat size like, also had a really dominant run. They were really great at gravity track stuff. My main complaint though is I have no idea where the finish line is on this thing. What? Where? Like, is it like one of those dividers on the white lines? Is it the end of the white section? Is it the end? Like the 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 line at the black section there? What exactly is the finish line here? I was so confused. Definitely I did not know where section. to watch for. Like, like like photo finishes is so confusing. So in terms. In terms of, I guess, because of that, like, and being un- unable to under- fully understand what was happening, it's maybe a six for me. Like, it's fun, but, like, if I don't know if I don't know what to look for for, like, I guess the final performance, it makes it hard to enjoy. I think that's fair. Um, for me, and uh, the opening ceremony is nice, and um, I like how things look this year. For me, uh, but, like, someone confirm if this track is different than the qualifiers one. Because I was thinking in my head, like, it would be nice if they made it a little different or a little longer. When they the qualifying stuff should, I would, like, it's okay, it's fine for that to be a little different, right? So, um, I don't know if it's, it, it's different. I couldn't tell. It's not clearly different if it is. Um, hmm. It's not noticeably different in the way it's like, okay, this is very different. Um, but it might be. It might actually be, which is a good thing. Um, I think the event is fun. I think my my problem with team pursuit when you only use the grab tracks is that it's very like you're very contained into the kind of features you can fit into a grab tracks track, which is basically times where you move side to side on curves, and so you just have like this kind of flow of marbles and but there's a lot of uh, speed change and stuff. When I think it's nice, it's just like I feel like this event kind of makes a lot more sense or is a lot more chaotic if there's times where the marbles all come together or if they're racing in different types of terrains because then they have to traverse a lot more as they're threesome right because then you have to see the marbles handle different formations maybe some sand maybe something else like that but again i think it was fun um the cat size clearly are your best team here by far they, they, they made the speeders look very slow like they they were very very good at this event um to a ridiculous degree, and literally, it w- if it wasn't um, even with their losing marbles the first two times, they just were psh, the best. Unfortunately, we don't get to track a record here because the track kind of changes every year. But they would have had it um, this year for sure. Uh, hmm. With this, Probably, if you yeah. take off the second penalties that they had in their other runs, I mean, we're talking close to 16 seconds, like as their total run under 16 seconds, even so. Very yeah, it's really crazy. They 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 got so many penalties on almost all the runs, and they still won. 
by a wide margin. <laughs> yeah, no, it was it was absolutely free for them. You look at our standings, um, which are going to come up just in a moment here on the screen. Um, I mean, you have expected standings. I mean, yeah, the Wisps are nice. I don't really know what to make with the Wisps because they're, they, they kind of took a weird dip away from Marbley for a while. But um, you have standings that make sense. The Rangers are in there. They're usually a fast team. Racers up there, Team Galactic. These are all teams that make sense where they are. Um, it's sad to see the Glaciers so low, but... You know, they're not known for that team fastness. The speeders and the cat size are. They are known for all four of those marbles being very fast, and that's what they showed. It, I mean, it just makes so much sense. The teams at the bottom are like, yeah, they, they're kind of slower. And the teams that you're like, yeah, they're kind of faster at the top. Pinky's probably a little higher than you'd expect otherwise. Um, very mm-hmm. logical standings. I'm going to give this event a 7 out of 10 because it's a good event, but, again, there it is a little bit... Uh, uh, lackluster in some ways. Um, just to say something, the Crazy Cat Slice in 2019 did also win the Grav Track Slalom back then, so they have really good experience with Grav Tracks so far. Unfortunately, I think this is the only Grav Tracks event this season. I might be wrong, but for them, it's quite good starting. I mean, the elimination race might be Gravitrax, but in a different way. It's probably going to be Hubelino, though, based on Bumblebees, I think. Or maybe they'll combine it with... I really hope not, because the Hubelino kind of sucks. No, but like, in the Hubelino <laughs> tournament, the elimination race, that, that sort of thing. Maybe, maybe. Hoping not. It, w- it, was, it was really cool that there was one heat during that that had all of the former um, ML champions oh, yeah, in it. Dead. Oh, yeah, the last one. Or, or just... Or as many as they could fit, obviously in a in a in a one v four or one v three. But I think it was literally the last one, right? Mm. Was no. it orange? Semi- no, it was, it was one of the semifinals, semi-final I believe. Semifinal two, I believe. Yeah. Okay, but yeah, I, I remember noticing that, but I didn't forget which heat it was, and I was like, yeah, this is classic. These are the teams that are these team. It was a reminder to me that these teams aren't going anywhere. There was a there was a moment in which we were talking about the fact maybe there is going to be change. Maybe the speeders and the cat size and the arrangers are on their way out. And we're actually going to have new teams rise up here. Easy reminder that's not happening. As of now, there is there is some teams have gone up and down, but in the general case, the core group's up there. Crazy cat size are unbeatable. Savage beaters are even more unbeatable, right? Arrangers are still contending. Either go, they're going through a lull, but they're going through a lull where they're still like a hard team. They're still like a you know being there and competing and hard to beat. Okay, race, Raspberry Racers, gone nowhere, still a fast team, okay? Midnight Wisps even coming back a little bit. So your teams that I, you would think that maybe this year you might have like pinkies come out and contend with the cat size. You might have some change like that, but not necessarily quite yet. And so um, I think it's going to be a hard season. I feel like I wish I saw that earlier because then I would have maybe put cat size and speeders on my fantasy. So I did make a mistake there, but... Um, yeah, they're 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 here to stay. Yeah, Gazi steeplechase rating and and thoughts. Um, uh, steeplechase. Oh yeah. Um, it was this was the worst steeplechase by far, like out of all of them, out of the three ones we've had, this is the worst one. I think they were trying to. Why is that? Hmm? Wait, what do you say, Brenda? They said, "Why is that?" Oh, Describe uh, that. Well, they were, 2017 was by far the best, but this one, the sand conditions were poor. The jumping, like the space they had to jump was not 
he, he didn't have time to jump at all and it was very confusing a lot of times also they changed instead of the top three marbles for a team having um a score it's the top um two now which changes it up a lot but mm, they were um, 2017 was definitely by far the best, I think I already said that, but yeah, I think that's it. And the penalties um, for that, and the Glying Glaciers getting third, and apparently Savage Speeders will go down seven spots, I think that's what Wolf said at the beginning. Yeah, like, like or, or seven points, at least. Yeah. Yeah, like, there's a lot of problems with scoring, we'll get into that. <laughs> yeah. Confusing events, um, hard to keep track of most of the time. I think it's three out of ten for a story. Wow, three out of ten is wild. That's Man. wild. Waf, talk about your thoughts and also <clears throat> discuss the uh, the two scoring problems and how you feel about them. Um. Well, so for the event itself, I w- I. 2021 steeplechase was maybe a bit worse because it was like indoor and the jumps were very small, but like, but here like like they're like it looks like there's like parts of the after the jumps where the sand is too flat so, and like also it was very mushy, so a marble could get jammed in there easily. I don't I don't think I can't remember if there was there might have been like one run where no where a team didn't get a DNF, but like it was almost impossible to go through without losing at least one, um, and then like like. The the, the 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 main issue like is like the scoring obviously it was like, like I guess judging the venom itself like and how it's executed like the conditions make it pretty poor I think it's better than twenty twenty one in terms of like watchability so but uh factoring in the scoring issues like there were times where like uh they accidentally forgot to include I think one of the the penalties from hitting a, one of the the uh, bars off the top and then you have the uh, issue with the timing that the timing for some of the finishes were wrong and this was and like nordic did the math for it like there are 11 different teams who had different positions and like the savage speeders lose seven points from this and like there it's it's massive like this can like this can have a big impact on the on the finale it probably will like just because we've seen close fin- finishes before and that it's seven points of all things like that can mean a big difference it's it's it was rushed it wasn't well executed and yellow is like it's not his favorite either and like based on all of the backlash apparently they said that they're not gonna do it again so it's like oh okay like just like which is disappointing because like i think steeplechase is a fun event and if they just made it well and not bad that would be fine but it (sighs) <laughs> Overall, let's see here. What the score? The scoring brings it down a lot. Like five or f- uh, no, f- f- I think score bring it four. Might be a four out of ten for me because the scoring messes it up so bad. It's it's it it oh it's so so bad. Sir, um, I think that um your steeplechase in twenty twenty one uh against what Akinon is saying is more watchable than this one. Because here's why my biggest problem with this one is that it was hard to actually be good at the steeplechase to actually avoid hitting the bars because the steeplechase was curved. You had a lot of turns in this. You had a lot of times with the group of marbles going down. That is true. Would all bunch up and stop because they were all making a turn or hitting the side. 
and so we're not going straight. So we're, we're losing speed. The point of steeplechase, at least the way that it's done here, is that you have enough speed that you don't have to jump. There's no jumps here. If you look, if you look at the picture I have right up on screen with the YouTube, the the stick, the top stick is not that much lower than the lip. You go straight off the lip and you just fall down. But if you're going fast enough, you fall down late enough that you're not hitting that bar. That's the point. Which means the event needs to be built around giving the opportunity to build speed. Okay, so if you put curves, they can't do that. And that's why you had all these sticks being hit. And all the marbles bunching up on the sides by the post as they cross. Very silly. Obviously designed awfully in that sense. The 2021 steeplechase was much better because it was just a straight downhill. It was made in-house. And you had the ability for marbles to build up speed. And so if the marbles were good, if they had the skill, they would not struggle. They would get over the humps, right? So you didn't have that here. Obviously, the scoring problems are bad. I could not believe if they did not update the scoring because that's going to affect like that's going to affect the events. The gliding glaciers having a bronze medal right now is a lot different than the not. That changes the standings a little bit. Same with the speeders. I mean, you got you got to appropriately account for that. I mean, that's ridiculous. I don't care if you change it down by event eight. Change it so it's right. So I I that is a big problem. I do not like that. That they might just be like, oh, well, we made the mistakes, we're leaving it. Oh, so if you just if you just in five-meter sprint later on say, oh, we accidentally showed that this team won instead of this one, but we already did it, so we're not going to change. I mean, that's ridiculous. So why am I watching? What am I watching then? Because the reason I watch is because I want to see a competition. I want to see teams win that win and teams lose that didn't win. And if you're just going to be like, well, the numbers don't matter because it, then there's no point for me to even watch this anymore. There's a point where I draw the line. OK, now I'll, I'll continue to watch if it's a good quality production, even if some of the people in charge aren't very nice people, even if they do not super nice things. I even I'll continue to at least watch, even though I'll complain about them and make episodes of the podcast about them. Right. But if you're going to make a, a event, if you're going to make a tournament where the point is best team wins and then not even update the score so it accurately reflects what's going on on the screen, then I don't want to watch anymore because then, you know, a team like, like the cat size could win this year. But did they really win? I don't know, because you don't really <laughs> care about the accuracy of your scoring. So I don't I don't necessarily like that. Um, I can point about 2021 was also like it, it like uh the runs were all look the same and i kind of agree like like it was it was too smooth and uniform that most of the runs did look kind of the same it was hard to tell who was doing well in that one average akanon being wrong i think <laughs> that um just because the runs look the same i mean in balancing they look the same greg does a little bit better at kind of making up names for well in balancing there's a number that you can see them going further okay 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 but like if you're going to talk about the general repetition of it the point is to see sure, how the marbles sure how the marbles um, take to the the things in front of them. Um, but I can also did say I was cooking. <laughs> um, okay, that's fair. That's fair. But then steeplechase overall is kind of an A event. So that's more because of that, not because I, I – so overall not great. Um, maybe. But then 2017 was the golden age. So in general, do you, do you're going to have a better marble sports then. Um, but this one was definitely worse than the 2021 one. I would say I give this one. I, uh, man, I so listen, isolated from the scoring mistakes already. This is a four out of 10 because it's very badly made. 
Adding the scoring mistakes, you're at a 1 to 10. You're at a 1 out of 10. This is terrible. Terrible. You make the scoring mistakes and you don't fix them. And you put curves in a speed based event about being fast as you fall over ledges. I mean, it's ridiculous. This is terrible. Mm-hmm. Terrible. Wait, just, wait, can I just say something? Um, Please. It's a podcast. You're supposed yeah, okay. to. Um, I think me and Roth said <laughs> this um, in the brief show, but I think JMR's already recorded the closing ceremony and they probably destroyed the stadium before they realized the mistakes so i don't know if they're gonna fix them because that if it changes the closing ceremony then it will just affect everything and i don't think jmr wants to rebuild the same just to do the closing ceremony again if it changes any of the standings which it probably will to be fair it probably will change the standings a lot yeah there, yeah, that's a, yeah. it's a big point to keep there. Like they 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 rush so much of this production. It's the one. It's the one upside of actually not having everything finished by, by while it's going is that you can make f- f- corrections as yeah. you go a lot easier. Yeah, well, that's my why me why the might got see that correction introduced. I think it was alluding to that to like the middle of the season and stuff because they only need to update the videos. Now I will tell you. Um, updating the videos is not that hard. You change, I mean, you change the graphics, right? You just you give certain teams more numbers and le- certain teams less numbers. The only thing you really have to refilm would be the closing ceremony. Yeah. Now I it's think stop motion. It's just stop motion. <sighs> okay, but do you deal. really need to film every aspect of it? Refilm every aspect of it. Yeah. Well, they have the, the 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 all the teams line up in the order that they yeah. finished in. But in I w- I ceremony. would also postulate that if you take care about your channel and if you make a mistake like this, then refilming one video, even if it takes some time, is 100% honest and worth it because yes. yeah, that's right. of, you know, you want your... Because now, because listen, if they... if they, Listen, I'm going to tell you what. If they don't hold up and f- fix that, I'm, I'm going to be upset. I mean, th- then, then what? So anytime you make a mistake and it's inconvenient for you, you're just going to be like, okay, well, you're just going to have to accept that this is the way the points are. I mean, what's the point of points if they're not accurate? Then I can just assign points anywhere. Oh, I like the Limers this year. Let's just give them 20. I mean, it's stupid. It's very stupid. Um, Like, like I I don't know. Go ahead, Gazi. um, Well, they might have probably, they didn't do this, but they might have done it like 2017 closing ceremony where they just have them go in and then they have them exit. But then they don't go in their positions. They just go in and then they go out. Like they stay in the center for like that could work. But they, they, if they are going to do that, they probably have already done it. So I know what's happening. So, uh. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know if we should let that one go there. That's kind of like, I mean, what's, and again, like, it just seems kind of silly to me. Yeah. Yeah. And also the, the thumbnail for this one, like, it was like <laughs> danger or oh, like, yeah. massive failure, and it, like it was like it was like lying too. It was, it was the plasma run where oh, they yeah. did well. Like it's this clickbaity like, garbage. Like, I don't yeah. like it. I think they're a desperation thing, sort of. They are, and we'll see that with the next video when we see the <laughs> Sir Shark <laughs> VPN. Oh, yeah. yeah, okay, I'm I'm okay with that. I'm not against that necessarily. Oh, like, yeah, putting ads in is fine, but like that that shows how bad things are. Like they're taking generic advertisements now. Yeah, Sir Shark VPN. That's fine. I mean, I'm not necessarily against that because I understand. It's just that if Dion had bid more open to the community, then the sponsors would be a lot more organic. 
because now a yeah. community that's allowed to put their passion into something they want to put their passion in is also going to want to see it keep going and would be able to offer sponsors. But if you cut them off, you cut off those opportunities and then you have to turn to, uh, I don't know, HelloFresh or whatever <laughs> those sites are that's trying to get more traffic to... to um... Yeah, but SeatGeek kind of makes sense. I, I'm not against it. And that's a way more unique one than, like, the generic one. Yeah, then it's not, like, just a organic podcasting. I, I mean, I don't see an issue with it. I'm just saying the reason you don't have as much organic. Um, uh, I've never heard of SeatGeek before that video. And also, it fits into the video, like, getting seats for the competition. Like, yeah, that it fits the theme. Whereas, thing. randomly, like, Surfshark. Oh, yeah. yeah, well, a sports YouTube channel. This is a sports YouTube channel, in my opinion. So, there you go. Oh, I've never seen it. I don't watch sports Akanon, so I've never seen. I did not know that this is a typical ad for sports stuff. I This is literally the only type of sports type of YouTube content I watch. They could have, like, done. Anyways. Mm-hmm. Like, not a sponsor, but they could have just helped a bee charity seem the bees charity, actually, to, like, help with the theme as well. Save the Bees charity would have been a bit nice as well. Like, oh, that could, yeah, that would have been fun. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, let's cover our last event here. We're at a one hour 35 there. We will probably wrap Jeez. up in 10 minutes. Let's do hurdles. I'll start with hurdles. I'll then I'll toss it over to y'all. And then final comments, and we'll get out of here. So I'll give an understanding here. So. Hurdles, honestly, I like hurdles. I think hurdles is fun. I think hurdles has only gotten better every year when it used to be like just running through that like connects piece that would kind of, you would just slow you down for a second to actually having hurdles where you go up over. I mean, this is kind of, this right here that we see is kind of actually how we had talked about in the past imagining hurdles to be like, if they did this, it would be better. Like this is how we described it way back in very earlier episodes. Some ramp up over a small little jump um, where it's possible to knock the thing down, but not like super likely, whatever. So we've seen, we like envisioned it like that. I actually envisioned it very similar to that. You might have as well, Waff, but we did talk about this way back in the day, maybe mm-hmm. in one of our first episodes. Um, I think so, yeah. So it is like this. And so I think because the first time I saw this, I think I gave this event a 10 out of 10 because I literally asked for this. I said, this would make the event out better if it looked exactly like this. And one of the few times it actually looks exactly like that. So I can't complain about that. Um, I think that'll still stay with the event as nine out of 10. It's good. It's clean. It's simply hurdles. And there's a lot of change in speeds that comes from hitting those hurdles. Marbles will make some crazy comebacks and some crazy losses of speed, depending on how they go over the ramp into the hurdles. And honestly, it's just, uh, it's just really cool. So, um, it's a simple event, but it's like five meter sprint where it's so simple. It's amazing. And it needs to be where it needs to be nine out of 10 for it. Um, Fun event overall. Obviously, the speeders did well and the whole deal. And the Raspberry Racers had that fun comeback, which was yes. spoiled immediately for me because it was that first preview comment when I clicked on the video. Yeah. Whoa, oh, Raspberry Racers! And I was like, ah, oh, damn it. That means the Glaciers wouldn't win. But um, I don't know. Pretty, pretty, pretty awesome. Still pretty awesome. Over to you guys. Uh, I guess I'll go next. Uh, <laughs> honestly, yeah. I- yeah, like the, those jumps over, like um, over the the, the little hurdles, that did change the speeds a lot, which is like very similar to how the change in speed was back with like the the original hurdles. So I would say that it now has the best of both worlds. I can actually see their hurdles more clearly now than I think in the past, and I don't think anyone hit them this time around. But yeah, like the like the the way they went over that lipping uh, over the ramp did like like have a big impact on how some of them would progress, and so. It, and like it enabled some really great come from behind victories 
I I think a nine out of t- is this t- is this ten out of ten for me? It's one hmm. of the two. I liked nine. It's well executed, and it kind of perfect. And it like it's it might be ten out of ten. Then I might have to say that. I, mean, I don't have any problem with it. Why am I saying nine? I mean t- nine or ten. It's so hard. It's just a good event. Like it looks like they're actually jumping over, like like, like that, that, that slow down and like landing back down. It like it's it looks good. like they're it's jumping. <laughs> then I might have to just be a ten too. I said ten last time. No reason to change it. It's very good. I think this is one of the rare ten out of tens. I don't think have I ever said to, actually have I ever said ten out of ten? Well, I don't know. Well, not really. I don't think. There's a. At, at least it's rare. It's the first time for everything. <laughs> exactly. Maybe the jumps should be like transparent, so it actually looks like they're like jumping instead of like they're riding a ramp over like another piece. It looks better from like the the behind yeah. shots than the forward shots, like yeah. this one. Is the track okay? Because trans wait, sorry, stop. Because transparent pieces would make this better, 9 out of 10. Because if they were transparent on the jumping, it would even look more illusionary like they're jumping. And so fine. Yo, you're right. Oh, my word. Yeah. That would be amazing. That would be a 10 out of 10. So at this point, because we've already seen this as this as a 10 out of 10, and I gave it its need a 10 out of 10, I'm going to give it a 9 <laughs> out of 10 this year and say make those cl- pieces clear. And if you do, it will be a 10 out of 10 until I die. Go ahead, Gazi. Continue. Uh-huh. Just one thing. That's a good point. That was very smart. Just one thing. Is the track redder? Like, obviously, they changed from 2021. They made it a bit more clayish. But I think this is redder than more pinkish this time around. At least what I could see. But the event itself, it, it's the same. It's been, it's, like, it's been like this for like three years now. So now we have like a... I actually, yeah, um, 8.5 out of 10. Um, in I think I actually liked the 2016 version of the hurdles the same as this one. It's really weird, but I feel like they're both similar in a way because you were still jumping over blocks in the Hubelino version as well. Mm. Well, Jumping over in the Hippolino? I thought... Oh, oh, you mean like non-2016? No, 2016, or... the finale. Apart from the rigged, the top four all went well, to it... the finale. Oh, well, in, in that one, like, you weren't jumping over it, you were pushing no, but, like, through. No, like, you were like... It you? looked like you were, like, jumping over, like, if you get what I mean. They're like... It's been a while since I've seen it, but maybe? Um... I don't know. Like, it, uh, 2016 was still fun, <laughs> I'll give it that. Just... I don't know. I'd have to look at it again. I don't remember. What? Um, I just got... 2016. <laughs> I've got one other thing. This is the first time, obviously, because the stadium is not 360 degrees. It's only 180 degrees or more than that. Because, like, it's only half of what a normal mm. stadium would be. This is the first time they've shown a shot from the stadium's point of view during the replays of the hurdles. I think it was in the finale, they showed, like, from behind the track, like, from the opposite of the, the opposite of the normal view, they showed mm-hmm. it, like, like, you get what I mean, from, like, the fans' perspective, which I think I, I really liked that as well. Right. But even though that was, 
Oh, that was how hurdles looked back then. Yeah, oh. I don't like it as much because it's more steeplechasey. Like they're not jumping up out of the things; they're going straight, and they're going. They just have to cross over the Lego, but they're leaving straight, and then they're dropping down. As opposed to this track, which is a, just a normal track, downhill enough for the marbles to roll, but they're going off a ramp that sends them up in the air, and then they have to fall down over the hurdle, which I think is a lot better. So I would give this more of like a six to seven out of ten because I still think it's fine. The hurdles after that, again, like 6, 7 out of 10, probably more of a 6. And then, of course, this one, like a 9 or a 10. So uh, that's my opinion on it. Hmm. All right. I think we covered it all, <laughs> finally. Uh, almost two hours. Oh, Jeez, nice. it's been a while since we did a, a, an episode this long. Well, last thing to no- understand, your standings after event 3 of 16, okay? So we're we're not a fourth in yet, but we're, we're close to a fourth in. Yeah. Crazy Cat's Eye Speeders Raspberry Racers, okay? Those are your top three teams. I mean, that's that's mm-hmm. a pretty strong start for those teams, especially 52 and 49 points are pretty hefty for Cat Size and Savage Speeders. I mean, you look at a team like the Glaciers or the King Galactic right in the middle, they're well within striking distance of the Racers and Plasma and everything. Even one event could change that. But you, they've built quite a lead, the Cat Size and the Speeders. Now, against my prediction hopes, I am 100% okay with a, with a far and away distance battle between the Cat Size and the Savage Speeders. Because we all know that they are clearly your best two teams in Marvel Sports history. There's no other contention for that. The Arrangers don't get that contention anymore. Their glory is kind of diminished um, since 2017 time. So those are clearly your best two teams. No argument, right? But so- uh, Hold on. CCC... CCE as the no. best team in Marvel no. League? No. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You look... No. You look at, yeah, no. 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 But, okay, okay, argue for a sec. But you look at their performance in Marble Yellow <laughs> 1. You look at how they're performing in that. Red Eye's performances, Yellow's performances, Yellow Eye's performances, they are stellar. You look at how they've been doing lately. They won a Marble League, okay? They've been strong since that win. They okay. Didn't win you you look even how they did back in the day. I thought they did win a Marble. No, they haven't. They haven't no. won a Marble League. No. What? Oh, that was Mellow <laughs> Yellow who won that year. They just hosted yes. that year. Yes. Okay. That okay. But I still think that they're contending. If they win this year, then they're that, then they're that. They're contending for that right now. Okay, I'll give you that. If they win this year, then they are in contention, yeah. sure. But they currently definitely <laughs> are not. Okay. No. But see, the Marble One performance is so strong. Yeah, but that's fine. Yeah, but we, we, we've said it multiple times. Marble 1 <laughs> performance does not necessarily correlate to Marble League. We've said yeah, that like, both of us like that, multiple like that, times. That pulls for them in the sense that if you build a case for them being overall the best. Yeah, I made a mistake. I thought they had won. That was kind of stupid. I, it was Mellow Yellow who won that year. Uh, I don't know how I kind of messed that up. But yeah, like I M1 think is that, relevant. It here's is. what I think. But it's not like... It's, it's, but it's not, but it's not, doesn't hold well, that much. Considering, but considering this, so here are these actual facts, all right? All right I'm not going to make another mistake. Savage Speeders are the only repeat champion in Marble League. That's, we know is true. Yeah. Okay, so Savage Speeders get their title because they won a Marble One and they're the only repeat champion in Marble League. So they're still the best team in Marble League. That's clear. Yeah. That's no argument for that. Fine. When you look at the cat size, you have a team that's won Marble One, okay? And it continues to dominate heavily in Marble One, okay? And then you look at right now and how they're doing. If they win this year in Marble League 2023, I believe that qualifies them for second best team in Marble League. Uh, Wait. 
because there's no I mean, other in terms of statistics. There's, there's, probably there's not. no there's no other contention for that. Well, who would you argue is better than Cat Size if they win this yes. year? Who would you in argue? In terms of points total, I think O'Rangers no. is up there. No, but O'Rangers is they're out of glory right yeah, now. But... They started good in like 2017. They started strong, but where's their Marby the One victory? And where's where's their victory since 2017? No. They won Mar. Did they not won? They won M one season. Yeah, yeah they, they won M one season three. Yeah, they... Rangers. Wait, wait. Are you saying best marble team or best marble league team? Because it's like two different things. Bruh, Brendan, you 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 got something's <laughs> wrong with you today, my my, my guy. Uh, this something is what happened. I think. This is what I think. <laughs> yeah, I made some mistakes. Oh, See, I got a little hazy. It's been a long time. Hey, sis. A long time. Oh my. Down at the space hospital with Hazy. <laughs> Wait, the, the Savage Beaters are repeat Marble One champions? That's cool. No, they're not. I did, I did not remember. Oh, yeah, that. they are. They are. Yeah, they are. Teams Championship Champions. They've won yeah. season four. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I mean, this team this team is far and away the best. No, yeah, screw the cat size. I was wrong again. Akanon, you can make fun of me for the next day. I, I the, <laughs> the Savage Beaters, the Savage Beaters are your best team forever. I mean, like, listen. I mean, two Marvel One Champions. I did not know that. I forgot. I'm hazy. Man, you really forgot. I'm literally everything. hazy, considering that that marble is never going to see the light of day again. <laughs> I'm literally hazy. Okay, so I'm sorry. I've made two major mistakes today, and I'm going to own them, and I'm going to let um, uh, Akanon take this one. He's going. He gets this one. I made two big mistakes. Now, don't blame me. I've been off for months, okay? So I can't remember everything. My life is not allowed for a lot of marbles. But uh, I'll just let Akinon host next week's podcast. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It happens. Right. It happens. Even the great of us, even the greatest of marble connoisseurs um, do, do not. Fine. Do it. I don't care. Just do it. <laughs> oh, oh, that would be fun. Be I mean, I'd like to see what he did. I'll be a guest on his show. I'll be a guest what? on his oh. show. I mean, no, I feel bad. I mean, those two, are, those two are valid mistakes. Those two are valid mistakes. I made mistakes. I made a case for something that did ha- not have facts to back it up. I should pay the price for that. I'll take responsibility. But we got, but we had a planned guest, like a guest lineup that we were trying to go through. Oh yeah, sorry, I cannot. Never mind. <laughs> you can come on. <laughs> you can come well, on. We can't just throw our guests to the one. wind. Wait, who's coming? Santa's coming on next week, right? Well, no, S-Man, like, he said, like, he could do, like, around, like, 3.30 p.m. EST. That should work next week, next Sunday. All right, yeah, and then, like, th- like then we had to work out Stint, because Stint can't do what, these time frames, like, because right, we'll it works. So, we gotta... so next year, S-Man, I mean, next week, S-Man can come on, and then Akanon can come on and uh, host that for half the episode. <laughs> and you H- Host ha- half of what? I don't how know. Do you, I don't know. We'll figure something out. How do you out. host half an episode? I wouldn't, I can't either, you do. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, like, this is a, like we have other guests in the, who who requested to be on before acting on though. So we we like they get priority. We will see if there's an open spot if he wants to come on. That's great. But like if we're doing a hi, this hiatus system, that like those people who asked to be on will be waiting yeah, for yeah, several be, months. He'll be on later. Um, Waff, do me a favor. Make a note to cut out the part where I was wrong for five minutes because I think it's <laughs> not actually the Heck no. No, no, but see, like, no, I think it's a terrible, dude, it's terrible misinformation. Like, it's not just but me then having can, an opinion. But then you admit you're wrong at the end, so it's fine. No, right, but then leave that in. But I'm just saying, like, uh, I, I don't know. Because, no. like, it feels like, like, that's, like, something where I made, I made a case about something for five minutes and then 
it was terrible misinformation for people to listen. If someone listened and stopped before I was like, oh, yeah, that's actually not true, then they're going to think that information. That's terrible. No, but like, that's not good. Don't worry. Th there's no one in the community who is going to forget that the Savage Speeders got two wins in M1. I and did. And that the Old Rangers won. Oh, my. There's... Okay, so, okay, for the record, I'm wrong. But uh, Cat's Eyes are not the best team in my league, <laughs> okay. but they're certainly acting like it. Can you, can, you, can you at least admit that that team has presented itself over the last few years as a team that's a real problem? A real problem. They, are, they have done better than they've done in the past. Yes, they are, they are showing that upward trend. We'll see if it continues through this season, if though. I remember they didn't do so well in steeplechase, but then again, steeplechase yeah, has problems. They finished. If I remember that that team hadn't won a Marble League, I would have I would have put them in my times three. I'm an idiot. Or, or, no, they, they did do well in steeplechase. My, my bad, they, right? Yeah, they like, came third. I'm sorry. I think. It would have been sucks. They came third. Third, although their official rank is, I think, is I'm fifth. I'm scratching off the record. I'm simply trying to protect truth. I mean, I like truth more than I like <laughs> what, my opinions. Okay. Don't worry. We already did protect the truth. You, you, you just look stupid as a result. Yeah. Okay. Well, then is what Crazy it is. Facing okay. <clears throat> Yes. Sixth. The, the, the cat size should have finished okay. sixth in steeplechase. Crazy cat size have finished. Um, I believe f four times they finished in the bottom half of the Marble League. 2018, 2019. No, three times, three times, sorry. Because they finished 11th last season. They did, actually, I just checked. So they're definitely not the best Marble team. Or not even the top five, they're like eighth, ninth. <laughs> that was that was a mistake. But they're they're um they're on the rise. I love them. I love that team. I have a hoodie for them. I've been wearing it. It's the hoodie that I have signed by uh, gel, yay, Drag, yay, Dion. Hmm. But I have to sign by all three of them. So uh, one day I'll stop wearing that hoodie, cut out the signed part, and kind of frame it or something. But um, if if you know what, this is what I'll do. If JMR ever reaches 2.5 million subscribers, I will stop regularly wearing that hoodie, cut out the piece that has the, their signatures, and uh, frame it, and then be done. That's that 2.5 million. I'll do that. That's it's a weird thing to promise, but okay. <laughs> no, because I, I want, I don't see every time I wear it and every time it washes, even though it's permanent marker and it's pretty solid, the signatures fade oh, ever so slightly. Yeah. Now, part of me doesn't care enough to stop wearing it because it's like, okay, it's not like these guys are at this point going down in history of the world. They're just a, a nice YouTube channel that I love. But, um, you know, if they if they get big enough that it's like okay, you know, I, I should I should keep that strip of cloth around, then I'll go ahead and do it. Um, that's enough. Gazi, is that it from you? Any other thoughts? Uh, no. I'm interesting to see how the rest of the season plays out. Big Tower was still a big miss for JMR this season, especially because the Bumblebees derived from there after all from the Hoobleaner tournament, and they and they won when the in the big tower event well they didn't win but like that's how they won the championship over the midi maniacs so mm. <laughs> which sounds more all right well thank you again oh there you go he's saying something i don't know okay i think we're good then so thank you guys for coming on it's been great yes thank you so much you've had some great opinions you've had more facts straight than i have <laughs> <laughs> and that is how it is is how life is and um, we will uh, we will sign off from here. That's been the first show in three months. You're gonna get four to five more before the um, we go on hiatus again. 
and uh, enjoy this year's Marble League. With all the mistakes, it's still a fun time. Well, yeah. all right. That, yep, that's that's all I got. Thank you for sticking th for with us for this long. <laughs> hopefully, it doesn't get. It should no. It shouldn't be this bad next week because we won't have drama. Hopefully. Uh, with that, I will say, roll on, Marble Sports fans. <laughs>